Hey there, mama, and welcome back to the Moms Overcoming Overwhelm podcast, episode 21. I'm Emily McDermott, and I am here beside you on this journey as we work together to declutter your home, head, and heart. Last week, we chatted about how to calm closet chaos with the Overwhelmed Mom's Guide to Capsule Wardrobes. I recently shared a tour of my closet inside the free Facebook group, and I'm gearing up to do some free trainings on meal planning and other topics. You are always welcome to join us at tinyurl.com forward slash moms overcoming overwhelm. One of the biggest struggles I have when it comes to juggling the demands of motherhood, managing the home, and all these people that keep wanting to be fed, and trying to fit podcasting and writing into all of it is time management. Decluttering and simplifying has helped a lot, but I still have a lot of room to improve in using my time more effectively. I'm thrilled to have Jessa Ray on the podcast today. Jessa is a wife, mom of three, including a sweet baby girl born very recently, a coffee lover, and the host of the Caught Up in Motherhood podcast. She helps busy, overwhelmed moms create more time for themselves. In addition to her podcast, she does time management coaching, and I can personally attest to her effectiveness. I was coached by Jessa, and it was incredibly helpful. She is realistic in her approach because she is also in the trenches of trying to manage it all, so she is able to provide tactical guidance with huge helpings of grace and compassion. I know that you will learn so much from this conversation. My biggest takeaway was about the mirror exercise that Jessa does with her mamas, where they tell themselves in the mirror that what they say is a priority isn't their priority, because in reality, perhaps they are choosing to do something else with their time. It is so powerful because our time truly does reflect our values, and it's hard to actually tell yourself out loud that you aren't living in alignment with those priorities. With that in mind, I know you're going to want to grab that notebook and pen, and let's go ahead and dive into this episode with Jessa Ray. Hey there, mama. Are you tired of all the stuff crowding your home, calendar, and mind? Do you wish you could say goodbye to the endless to-do list running around in your head? Want to declutter but don't know where to start? You're in the right place. Welcome to Mom's Overcoming Overwhelm, where you will find proven and practical solutions to declutter your home, head, and heart. Hi, I'm Emily, a wife, boy mom, and simplicity seeker. I struggled to get pregnant and felt overwhelmed until I discovered decluttering could create the physical and emotional space I needed to become a mom. Now two kids later, I've transformed my life and motherhood by developing simple systems around decluttering, capsule wardrobes, kid stuff, cleaning and tidying, meal planning, time management, and more, and I can't wait to share them with you. If you're ready to reclaim the time and energy you crave, be present with your kids, and finally enjoy the life and motherhood you so deserve, let's kick overwhelm to the curb, shall we? Grab your lukewarm coffee, your notebook and pen, and clear off some counter space. Let's do this. Well, hi, Jessa. Thank you so much for coming on the Moms Overcoming Overwhelm podcast. I'm so happy to talk with you today. Yeah, I'm so excited to be here and connect and connect with your audience and talk some. Yeah. So you and I met in the podcasting space Mm -hmm. and you have an amazing podcast that I know will definitely bless my listeners, but I've also been fortunate enough to do a little bit of coaching with you on time management. Cause even though I have decluttered my home and I feel really comfortable with that, as I've been kind of moving into this podcasting space, I realized that I'm not always using my time very efficiently. Mm -hmm. So you've been a huge help with that. So I was hoping you could introduce yourself, your family a little bit, and then also the work that you do um, with moms. Yeah, absolutely. So 
like Emily said, we have done some work together. We met in the podcasting world here. And then from there, we just kind of connected in a mastermind group and, you know, friendships and stuff grow from, from those places. And before Emily and I actually met, I had just launched my own podcast, like she said, and I help moms with overwhelm when it comes to time management and finding themselves again after babies and after marriage. We put all these new titles on ourselves and then all of a sudden we lose who we are and then we lose our time and we don't make ourselves a priority anymore. And I started that journey because I lived it. So a few years ago, I worked in human resources in the corporate world and I had my first son and his first year, he had some health complications that caused me to really be resentful of going into the office anymore. So I decided I needed to make a change. And that change ended up being that I started working from home as a virtual assistant and then moved into online business management from there. And then now to the coaching and the podcasting that I do, because it's just been this continual growth over the last couple of years, but it all started when I became mom and my identity as mom really shifted how I viewed myself and my time. And it shifted in that positive way for me. So I had my first son and then started this online journey and it's just been this continual growth. And now we're on baby number three and I am due with a little girl here any day now. So you never know. You follow me on social. You might be able to see that little baby already. I don't know. We'll have to see, (laughs) but I have two boys and a little girl on the way and I've been married to my husband now for about five or six years and we've been together for about 13. So lots of ups and downs and learning along the way. But one of my strengths has always been in relation to that time management and prioritizing your day and then having this new journey of motherhood thrown in there and learning how to prioritize your time in relation to being mom business owner, or just simply working in or out of the home, and then also being a spouse, and then being who you are and yourself and your own needs as an individual. Yeah. And I love the name of your podcast because it has all of these multiple meanings, (laughs) at least to me, um, caught caught up in motherhood. Mm -hmm. And when I first heard that, I was thinking, oh, you're like caught up in all the things, right? Like all the roles and all the hats and all the things that we have to do. But also there is this sense I feel like from me sometimes, but also um, our communities that we're never feeling like we're caught up. You know, we never feel like we're on top of things and we're just sort of victims to our circumstances because we have our work, we have our family requirements, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, depending on the age of the kiddos, they have all the activities and you feel like, you know, you're this glorified taxi driver or whatever. And um, I just love that idea because it is so easy to lose sight of what's important and lose sight of those priorities. And when I talk about decluttering, you know, your physical space and most of the episodes I've done so far have been about the decluttering of your physical space. It's Mm -hmm. all, let's go back to what's 
most important and always focusing on what matters. But that also goes for how you spend your time and your schedule as well. So I just really love, that was very clever, (laughs) the title of your podcast. Yeah. And um, do you feel like when you, you know, when you had your son and you're realizing at least initially, okay, there are these medical complications that we need to work through. And obviously that's your priority. Right. Um, How did you feel sort of that tension or that shifting of this is how I need to start focusing on what's most important. And then actually having that be reflected in how you spent your time. What was that prioritization process like for you? Yeah. So for me, it, it really was an easy process because we had those hospital visits and it came down to how I spent my time. And it was getting up in the morning and having to send him to daycare, knowing that his needs weren't being met there and knowing that I had to go to work. And it was those, you know, hard to talk about moments, those crying in the car because I had to take him in to let someone else take care of him. And then getting those like emailed reports or those apps, they had an app at the daycare I went to and having to check in on that and see that he didn't eat breakfast. Okay, he didn't eat lunch. Okay, he didn't take his nap. And just seeing those things and just having that anxiety building of they're not taking care of him in the way that me as mom would do. And then it was that conversation of what is a priority? What is important? And it came down to financial, so money versus my son. And I do this exercise with my with my moms all the time. And especially when they're having a hard time understanding their priorities and it can be hard. Someone warn you now it can be hard to do, but it's something that I had to do for myself because I was in that moment of, do I pick money over my son and spending time with him? And what I had to do and what I did unintentionally is I just like was standing in the mirror, having that reflective moment, like in the morning, getting ready for work. And I started thinking about my priorities, like what's important to me. And I had to ask myself that question of what's important. And the exercise that this has turned into now is I have my mamas say out loud in the mirror what they are telling me isn't a priority and then say that it isn't. So for me at that moment, it was having to verbalize and say, my son is not a priority. Wow. And when you say that, like even saying it now, like that's just like your heart's breaking. And you're like, no, that's a lie. That's not true. I can't. How can you say that? And it was in that moment that I realized that, okay, no, financial financial responsibility is not my priority. My son is a priority. And by having that shock moment and stating that he wasn't really helped me clarify that his health, his, his needs were a priority. And the financial pieces, as hard as it can be sometimes, they'll come into play. They always work out. And I can say from experience, it worked out. Maybe not in the way that I originally anticipated it working, but it always worked. We figured out how to adjust how we lived and adjust our expenses so that I could stay home with him. And then I was able to find a way to make money out of the home around his schedule. And that was the next big hurdle 
for me after figuring out what were my priorities and doing that little exercise was figuring out how to spend my time most efficiently to be able to get those couple hours of work in to make some money, but also being present for him when he needed me. And that first year, you know how it is with babies, they nap all the time, but their schedule is always changing. So you need to be able to adapt to that schedule. And that's the other pieces that I kind of go over is how to create your schedule and know how to set up your day so you're not overwhelmed by it and that you can just get what you need done, but still feel like your priorities are in alignment with what you're doing. Yeah, I really, um, my eyes got kind of wide, you know, when you were talking about looking in the mirror and saying Mm -hmm. that. And I really love that because it's very easy for us to, you know, say what our values are. Right. But then when you have, you know, you're saying something out loud and looking at yourself and it's like this visceral thing, you know, whether that is in alignment with what you think and who you are, or if it's not. And Mm -hmm. I think that, um, a lot of times I try to help mamas make the connection between the things that are cluttering their lives, whether that be the physical things or, you know, how they're spending their time. Uh, and then just to kind of tell them, you know, your health is Mm. so important and it's being impacted by this. So, you know, to, to look in the mirror and tell myself like, I'm not important or my health is not important. The health of my kids is not important. Mm -hmm. You just have, like you said, your heart breaks, you kind of have this visceral reaction and yet there are all of these things on the flip side, if I'm sitting here and I'm like social media and what everyone else thinks of me is really important, (laughs) (laughs) you know, we might be like, well, that's silly, but yet how am I actually spending my time? um, in that way. So that is, um, an extremely powerful exercise. Thank you for, for sharing that. So once we, um, have a sense of what those priorities are, there are of course, some things that we have, you know, limited control over and how our time is being spent. There's always like the things that quote unquote have to be done, um, just to Mm -hmm. run our homes and our families and so forth. So once we have a sense of what those priorities are, how do you recommend uh, your mamas kind of get to the next step of, okay, this is how we actually plug things in so that I can have a sense of accomplishment, not feel overwhelmed, but also Mm -hmm. being realistic in that you're not going to get like the 50 million (laughs) things on your to-do list done in a day. So what's your recommendation for the next step on that? Yeah. So my next step in that process, then once you know your priorities is I have, I have you do a brain dump and I have you write down everything that's in your head that you're telling yourself you have to do, you need to do, and just get it all on paper first, just to get out of your head because and just be so hard and so overwhelming just to have these thoughts in your head of, I need to, I need to go to the post office. I need to clean the bathroom. We need to make the project for school, all of it, just in your head going crazy. So get all out on paper is my first step to get it all written down. And then what we're going to do is we're going to categorize what you've written down on paper into categories and everyone will have, or should have at least that home category for the house, a family 
category. And then if you're working, a work or a business category. And for me, when I did this the first time, we were renovating our house. So I had a fourth category, which was renovation projects. And what you're going to do is you're going to take that brain dump and you're going to put it into those different categories so that you have your priorities set. Like you have your family, which is your priority, your business is a priority, but you're putting them into those buckets so you can see them a little bit more clear on what you need to do. And then the next thing I have you do once you have your lists broken down and your to-do lists is put either highlight or mark them however it works best for you and really look at them and look at due date. Look at the importance of that task that needs to be done. For example, um, for with me and my son, he had to go to the doctor. So I had to make that doctor's appointment. I can't just do that next week. I need to do that today. I need to call and make that appointment. And that's very important that I do now. So that would get highlighted for me. Posting to social media. Okay, yeah, that'd be great. Let's do that. But maybe that's on the bottom of the list because that doctor call is more important. Or maybe you need to clean the bathroom, but you also need to prep for dinner that night and you don't know what you're cooking. So you need to figure out how to spend your time on which pieces. And by having it written down, it'll help you know what is a priority, at least for that day. And what I tell my mamas when they're looking at this list and they're still getting overwhelmed by it is to pick three things. Each day, just pick three things that you want to accomplish for the day and give yourself the grace to just let it be those three. And each day is going to be different. There's going to be days that you're going to be able to spend a couple hours on your business or on your work. And there's going to be those days where you're going to need to spend more time with your kids and your family. Maybe they're sick. Uh, my family just had the flu. So I literally took a whole week off of my business and did the bare minimum that I needed to do so I could spend that week with my kids. And being sick is no fun. It's really frustrating, but I was able to turn that into a little bit of a positive in the fact that I got extra cuddles. We watched holiday movies and we got to relax together and play games and just be a family. Even though we were all sniffling and coughing, we got to be together for a whole week. And it was in some ways great because we got to have that quality time together. And I removed that work pressure from myself and gave myself permission to not work on my business for a week. And years ago, that would never have even been a thought for me because working was such a strong piece of my identity that I had to do. That taking a whole week off, whether it was a pre-planned vacation or not, would have been almost impossible for me to do because we hold ourselves to these standards of work, 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 and go, go, go. So by having this to-do list and having the ability to take your time back is so important. So that way, when things do happen and you want to take a week off from doing whatever it might be, maybe it's house projects, you can do it. Now, the other part with the to-do lists that I like to tell my mamas is that you can also have your schedule. So a lot of people have their, their calendar or their planner and they get overwhelmed or they feel that their planner is running their life instead of helping them manage the day-to-day. -day. And when you have young kids, especially, I always tell them that they're 
their planner is a tool and it is not set in stone. And I was always one of those people with the planner that it was set in stone. It's written down. That's what I'm doing. And I have to do it at that time because I said at nine o'clock, I'm going to record a podcast episode. Well, my one-year-old decided that he doesn't want to take a nap today. So I can't record that podcast episode and I need to be able to go with that flow and be okay with it. So it's this mental shift of allowing yourself to have those things scheduled, but knowing that they can change and having your schedule and your to-do list. So having both allows you to have the things that have to be scheduled, like those doctor's appointments, or if you have a Zoom call or a meeting, those are more for those concrete things. So they're scheduled out. But the other pieces are a little bit more flexible, like recording your own podcast episodes, posting to social media, cleaning the bathroom, folding the laundry. You can do them in the moments of the day that it works for you. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Um, I find that because, especially if you work from home or out of the home or you're a stay-at-home mom, we feel that we have to do it all. And then we don't ask for help. We need to be able to ask for and then accept the help that is given to us and know that that help might not come in the way that we would do it. So I have a three-year-old. He loves to help. He is my little helper. And he wants to dust. He likes the dust wand that we have. And I let him do it. So we have two dust wands and I'll dust the stuff that he can't reach. And he copies what I do and he dusts as well. And it turns into this game. And is his dusting perfect? No, absolutely not. But he's learning a skill. He's participating and it's turning into more of a game. And it's still getting done. And I don't feel like I'm taking time away from him to clean the house because he gets to participate and now we've turned it into this little bit of a game so that's always another little spin and things to kind of think about when you have to manage both home and family time is how can you turn it into one thing you have said so many amazing things (laughs) (laughs) like where do I start where do I start um I think that a lot of times when we have, you know, that brain dump, unfortunately, some people just kind of stay there Mm -hmm. in the brain dump stage. And then that's part of the reason of feeling overwhelmed, because no matter who you are, if you're looking at a list of 50, 100 things, that's overwhelming. Yes. And to have the buckets. I love that concept. I remember in our coaching, you were talking about how you had like physical notebooks. Yes. And, Mm -hmm. you know, that way, if you're in the kitchen. And that's kind of where you're keeping your home management notebook or um, your home uh, renovation notebook or whatever, then you can see that. But something you brought up kind of going along with the asking for help side of things is that if your spouse sees that, then they're understanding what needs to be done and can kind of you know, share that, um, share that burden. So I really love that idea being able to break it up, then being able to say, okay, realistically, I'm going to be able to do two to three things, um, and be okay with that. Be okay. If things have to shift, be okay Mm -hmm. with, you know, life happening. I, I feel like we hold ourselves, like you said, to these unrealistic standards about what we, again, you know, the in quotes should, uh, be getting done in a given day 
or have a very like all or nothing approach. Like, okay, if I can't get everything done on the list, then why should I even try to do any of it? And I'm just going to kind of stay stuck and paralyzed and overwhelmed. Um, So I just think that your approach is just very realistic, giving ourselves as moms, like a lot of grace. And um, I guess my other question related to that was, um, you gave a lot of good tips, but just like, how do we, at the end of the day, um, feel sort of that satisfaction of like your head hits the pillow and you're like, okay, I, today was okay. Like I, mm-hmm. you know, I was doing things that were the priority. I was able to, um, not feel overwhelmed. Like, do you have any other tips just about kind of simplifying and really focusing on what's important so that at the end of the day, you're like, okay, today was okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So to your point, when you brought up the notebooks, so it is something that I teach, I talk about is having multiple notebooks. So we talked about the brain dump in the different categories. I like to turn those into your own notebooks. And the reason for that is so that you can concentrate on that one list to help a little bit with that overwhelm. So if you have one piece of paper with, let's say, four columns in it and you have these lists on there, right, it's overwhelming and you can't process it and you cross off three things, but you're seeing a hundred on there. So by having these notebooks, like you were bringing up, you're able to concentrate on that bucket and ignore the other ones a little bit. And my trick is always the little notebooks for this, not a full-size one, but like the those small ones that can fit in your purse or your diaper bag. Cause I'm always taking one of my notebooks with me out and about, or like my house notebook, my suggestion is always having it in that common space because like you brought up Emily asking for help is we want our spouses and our family to participate. And by having this family to-do list just sitting out, you're able to encourage them to participate a little bit more. And they can go to the list and say, okay, the house needs the bathroom cleaned or the laundry needs to be done today or we have a recital coming up and this outfit needs to get prepared for the kids. They can see the list. They're not asking you what they can do. You're not necessarily nagging or bugging or prodding to get this help and they can just do the thing. Uh, It's taken a little bit of time, but we have a list that I have in my kitchen and my husband just goes to it regularly and he crosses the the things off that he gets done. And he just expects it. Like he'll come home one day, like, where's the list? Like, oh yeah, I put it on my desk because I was working on it. And then it's not where he's used to seeing it. And he was looking for that list because he had some downtime and he wanted to get something done. We can only dream. We can only dream of such a thing (laughs) as that. Hey, it can happen. It can happen. Uh, so that was like in relation to like getting ready for baby. Cause I had things on there that he has to do, like put the crib together. <laughs> he has to do it. So it's on the list and it's that reminder. And I'm not every day. Can you put the crib together? Can you do that? When are you going to do it? It's on the list and I can leave it alone. But to your point about going to bed at the end of the day and feeling accomplished as mamas, it can be so hard sometimes to give ourselves that grace and that freedom to know that we got things done. So it's a mindset shift. It's looking at the things that you did do versus looking at the things that you didn't get to do. And it's thinking about how you spent your day. I got my three things done today. And I also got to play Legos with my son. And we got to create this memory. 
I did my three things and I also got to have dinner at the kitchen table with my family and there was no arguing. So it's changing how you think at the end of the day and think about and and just process what you have going on. And I know a lot of people talk about affirmations, but I really think that that's like step one. And the next step is just really taking that internal look at how you talk to yourself and how you communicate to yourself. And you really need to think about how you talk to your kids and then ask yourself, do I talk to myself the same way as I talk to my kids? And would I say that to my kid? And if the answer is no, stop saying it to yourself. So it's that mindset shift at the end of the day and acknowledging, yes, I got these three things done and I got to do X, Y, Z and acknowledging the positive versus the negative. And that's more that mindset shift that has to occur. And it kind of comes back to the title of the podcast with Caught Up in Motherhood, because when my mom was first start listening, they're overwhelmed. So they're caught up is they're caught up in all the things that they have to do. And then as they start doing the practices and they do the coaching with me, now they're caught up and they feel accomplished at the end of the day. So it's that mindset shift from going from caught up to caught up in motherhood. So it's, like you said, it's, it's that whole switching mindset and changing the whole game plan and how you view your day and just manage your time. Yeah. I just, I really love this approach because when we're, you know, the listeners are overwhelmed and sometimes that overwhelm is coming from a, a real place and that you have literally a million things that are going on. But sometimes it is just kind of this feeling because we just have all of this stuff, but remembering most of that isn't important, you know, mm -hmm. and then being able to actually focus on the things that are, you realize, oh, this actually is more manageable than I thought. And I can feel accomplished by, you know, focusing on those small things and the small wins and going yeah. from there. And I'm, I just absolutely love that. Um, I would love if you could share with everyone the uh, best ways that they can connect with you. And also, of course, your coaching services, which I have, again, benefited from so much. So if you could share that, that would be yeah. wonderful. Yeah. So you can find me on all social platforms right now at underscore Jessa Ray. And Emily will have the links for you, but I'm on Instagram and Facebook and don't laugh, but I am just starting on this TikTok side. Okay. Whoa. I know. I know. I'm trying here. Okay. So only positive, please, when it comes to TikTok. But you can find me on socials there. And then you can get my podcast, which again is caught up in motherhood. And then my website is jessaray.com. And when you go to the website, you can sign up for coaching with me and we'll go over some time management pieces prioritizing and just really work on some of those mindset pieces as well. So I know it's a lot, but we break it up and we just attack it in a way that works for you. So you can get caught up again. Yay. We all want that. Yes. Um, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure speaking with you and we're going to be airing this at the near the end of January. So you'll probably have your baby girl there yeah, already yeah, with will. you. Yeah. And um, we'll be so happy in the new year to be focusing on some of these things so we can feel a little bit more accomplished. Grace, 
uh, grace-filled accomplishment yes, <laughs> in definitely. 2023. So thank you again so much for being on the show. Yes. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. If you like today's podcast, here's what you can do. Just take 30 seconds to leave me a review. I know you're a busy mama. You're overwhelmed, in fact, but 30 seconds of your day makes such an impact. I'll be blessed by your words. They'll definitely make my day. And who knows, you might be entered for this month's giveaway. An Apple podcast, scroll down to write a review. Thanks so much for your time. I'm so grateful for you.